Good morning, everybody. Good morning, those online who will watch later. It's really good to have you in the house this morning. There's such a beautiful, tangible presence of the Father in this place today. Amen. I just felt that some of you may be feeling that God is so far away at times. He feels so far away. But you know what he says to you this morning? The Wi-Fi is really good. It's a good signal. There's always a good signal. There's always Wi-Fi. You don't need to go and get your own data. The Wi-Fi is really good. <laughs> Isn't he amazing? Thanks, guys. If you can just carry on. That's awesome. We've been... Um, going about a series about discipleship and preaching into that, and um, it's something that we're going to continue for a while because God is just on that, and He's bringing some clarity in the season, and um, I just felt the Holy Spirit like ask me, Jane, like, what is it to be a disciple? Now, we've been taught these things, and to be a disciple is to be a follower of Christ, so what is it to make disciples in all the earth? It's to go and make followers of Christ. And I felt Holy Spirit say, so what type of disciple are you? Think about that. Ask yourself that question. What type of disciple am I? Do I want to go out and make more of me? Am I convinced of what Christ in me looks like? Am I convinced of that? There's no pressure on this. There's no pressure. It's not hard work to be a disciple of Christ. It's the most natural, easy, beautiful thing that he's called each and every one of us, every son, every daughter to be. And so why does it feel difficult at times? It feels like pressure is squeezing us and distancing us from the one who loves us always. And so right now, the, the church, the body of Christ, is under a lot of pressure. And it seems like it squeezes you at times. And it's uncomfortable, causes great discomfort. But there's always a way. And there's always a comforter in the midst of the discomfort. And as the whole world experiences this pressure, I find that the first telltale sign for me as a disciple of Christ is my language. When I feel pressurized and squeezed, my language begins to change. And I start to think and then speak differently. And then I find judgment comes and I'm a little critical and I'm a lot less loving. Then I know, hold on a minute, <laughs> get back into the Wi-Fi zone. <laughs> Get back into the Wi-Fi zone. And when you're in that zone with the Lord, which he's made a way for all the time, you find there's the language changes. You're not so critical of each other. Right now, the body of Christ is being squeezed, and there's a lot of heart work being done by the Spirit of God, a very deep work. You look at your own life, and... Um, Let's be aware and let's, let's watch our language in the season. But the pressure that we're feeling now, this is the good news. 
The pressure that we're feeling now is an opportunity for change. Everything we face, any difficult circumstance, any hardship, it's an opportunity to change. Because disciples of Jesus have a new way. We have access in the realm of Holy Spirit to walk through an open door. There's always an open door because He's made a way. This is basic scripture. There is an open door all the time. It doesn't have to be pushed open. It has been opened. So during lockdown, there's an open door. Many nations in the world are worse off at the moment than we are. And they are locked in, but there's an open door. And to see His glory with unveiled face, even when we need to wear masks, can you see the difference between the natural and the spiritual realm? Okay, He says, come and behold me, unveiled face. Oh, but Lord, it's so difficult. <laughs> it's just too difficult. I can't breathe. He goes, no, there's breath. The atmosphere of heaven, breathe it in, unveiled face. So what does that look like? It's an internal thing that happens. God's doing a heart work. He's doing something deep within, and we need to move with it. So what is happening in your natural does not dictate your spiritual. Okay, It's the other way around. So as a church, we're excited, aren't we, about making disciples and the Great Commission. Very excited about the Great Commission. And it's called Commission for a reason, because God desires it to be together with Him, co-partnering with Him. It's not now this mandate that now, because we've accepted Him as Lord, and now we're going to go make disciples, we're on our own until we see Him at the end. <laughs> we don't do this alone. We do it partnering with Him. It's a co-mission. But it's not just a go mission. We love going. We are going. Whether anyone likes it or not, we're going. We're going to keep on going. You're going to keep on going. But it's not just a go mission. That co mission, co stands for company. Okay? Doing it together. And the co is for connection with God first. So before there's a go mission, a co mission, there's a connection with the Father. There's a connection, there's a connection with the one who wants us to go and is going to go with us. So whether you change jobs, choose a house, love your family, get married, choose a career, you co-mission with God, your Father in secret. You co-mission with Him before you go. And that's just basically putting Him first. There's a couple of things. I'm just touching on a few things because I want to minister this morning to you, and I know the Lord does. But there's a couple of scriptures that mentions first in the Word. Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. 1 John 4.19 says, we love because God first loved us. Matthew 22.37-39 says, have Love the Lord your God. This is the first and greatest commandment. Matthew 7, 3 to 5. First take the plank out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly 
Proverbs 3, 9, honor the Lord with your first fruits. There's many firsts in the Word of God. But what caught my attention this week is Revelations chapter 4, verse 1. If you can turn there, if you've got your Bibles or your phones, the Bible apps, Revelations chapter 4, verse 1. Now, I love this passage of Scripture. But as I was reading it this week, something really profound stood out. And it's John says, After this I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. If you go and study chapter 3, it says he knocks on the door. Open the door. Now he's saying, there's a door standing wide open. And then he says, and the first voice which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. He's referring to Revelations chapter 1 verse 10 where he heard the voice behind him and he turned to see the voice that was speaking to him. He's referring to that. He says, now again in chapter 4, I heard the first voice like a trumpet. Just want to add this. We love the still small voice of God. But when you journey through Revelation, you see that his voice is very loud. And I think we've got to take what's in Revelations for now, right this moment, because He wants to speak very clearly and very loudly in your life. Like a trumpet. What does a trumpet sound? If you hear a trumpet sound, it's a call. It's a call for something. It may, it's very clear. And what's happening in the opposite, in the natural realm, is we are confused. We're withdrawing. It's too pressurizing. We want, to, we want to take a step back. And we're not sure. We're not quite clear on the call. And so what I'm just feeling today is that the first voice of heaven wants to be heard in this place today. As a church, as individuals, the first voice of God, of your Father. So this is the key. A connection, then the commission. And what's so beautiful about this is that Yes, we see a kingdom, but it's not a far off. The Bible says the kingdom is within. It's very close. The Wi-Fi is right there. <laughs> it's very close. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is within me. And the king of that kingdom desires connection so much, so much for each and every one of us that he provided a way with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit as our constant source of connection before any power. It's connection before power, people. It's the connection before going. You've got to connect with Him because we're doing it together with Him. It's a co-mission. So there is zeal for the truth. There is persevering labor. But what the Lord values most is found wanting in us. And that is the tender love to Himself tender love to himself. That is what he's looking for. And a Christian may be such an example in every good work, and yet the deep love for Jesus in his inner chamber is missing. You don't want to gloss over this because every one of us needs to search our hearts in this way to say, am I in love with Jesus? I'm not going to stay on too long because I'm not preaching the whole time. I'm going to minister to people. 
But how many of you in the worship time just felt the drawing? It's like he said, come home. Come back. Come back into that zone. Come back. He's calling the prodigals home. So seeking first the kingdom is having the kingdom first in your heart. And I just believe that this morning they want, they, the Lord wants there to be an exchange time. There's an exchanging happening in the spirit realm. Always, always, because he knows what it's like here. He came as a man. He knows what it's like here. And every opportunity we're in the presence of God is an opportunity for change and exchange. I want you to close your eyes because we're going to minister. I'm just in, in the eldership. We're just being obedient to what the Lord wants to do. We have great teaching and preaching in this church. And I just felt that this week the Lord wanted to just put a pause on and just say, I want to touch your hearts. I want to reach deep in and connect the first voice, the first love. We know in Revelations 3, let me just check that. Sorry, Revelations 2, where he says, repent if you've lost that first love. Like you've done so many good things. You've even endured the hardships of life. You, you've like patiently endured and you've, You're still doing good things, and yet there's just one thing, one thing, and it's the first love. You don't love me like you used to love me. This is not a heavy. This is no condemnation in Jesus. This is a drawing of the Father, a love relationship back to Him. So I want you to search deep in your heart and just give that place to Him. We don't have to do anything but repent in our hearts to Him and say, I'm sorry, Lord. I really want to give you the deep part of my heart again. I need the connection. I want to make disciples. I can't do it on my own. The great news is he's never called you to do it on your own. He wants the connection. That's what he values most. So give time for that great comforter of the Holy Spirit to come right now and lift you out of a comfort zone that you've created as a safe place for you. It's tough out there at the moment. And what we do is we create these little comfort zones around ourselves that, oh, it's a little place we want to go to just to get out of the stress and the confusion of what's going on around us. And he's saying, please let me into that place. Please let me be the great comforter. Please let me be the great comforter. Some of you are just living with anxiety. And it's that pain in your chest, deep within that comes and goes and comes and goes. Exchange it right now for the first love. We sing that song, bring more oil. Bring more oil so there's more fire. What does it mean to bring more oil, God? 
I'm too tired. What, what, what must I do? He says, bring more oil. Bring your heart to me. Bring the places of comfort to me and surrender again. Because to be a disciple is to give everything, everything, nothing less, everything, no matter what you do in life. Whether you are tennis players, just because I'm looking at tennis players now, <laughs> whether you're tennis players, teachers, engineers, in construction, housewives at home, moms and dads, brothers and sisters, students. Give him those places of comfort that you've created to keep yourself safe. Let him exchange that anxiety and the pain for the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. Let him heal it. Don't live with it. The best news today is that we were never called to cope. We're never called to cope because he made a way and the way is open for every son and every daughter. For every disciple, he's made a way. So don't cope anymore. Don't just try and get by and hold things together. Let it go. Some of you this morning may be feeling, okay, I can sit in my chair and I can agree, but it's just happening in my mind. If you want to come to the front, if you want to come and sit, if you want to, if you know that you need to do something in the physical, to just come and, um, okay, thanks. Just come and surrender. Come and kneel. Let's get back to the fear of God, that He is higher than I. The scripture Grant read, Come to the rock that is higher than I. This is an open invitation, guys. Come. If you're at home, just kneel before Him. Just surrender. If you're in this room, come and kneel. Come and give everything over. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. When you look at your own heart, some of you just want to run away from it. Sometimes you feel a bit dull, and maybe the light that once shone brightly is a little dull. Exchange it right now for the roaring fire on the inside of Jesus. Exchange it now, just as a simple transaction. I give that over to you. I give this little light of mine. Make it a bright, bright burning fire. Once again, the fire of your love, Lord. Share the